Good morning. I'm Donna Quinn, and for the next half hour, you'll be listening to Talk of Our Towns. There is a free health fair for young people happening at the James Chiropractic Spine and Joint Center in Warrenton this Saturday, August 24th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. There will be free health screenings for school and college-age students, vision, hearing, sports physicals. And we're going to learn more about this event, which was organized and was the um, brainchild of my guest, Dr. Robert James of James Chiropractic Spine and Joint Center in Warrington. Good morning, Dr. James. Good morning. I am excited to find out more about this very first, um, hopefully annual, um, Veterans of Foreign Wars post-10580 health fair. And uh, But before we find out about that, let's introduce you to the listening audience. So please tell us about Dr. Robert James. Yes, first of all, good morning. Um, Dr. Robert James, I'm a chiropractic physician and I've um, been practicing from 17, for 17 years and I'm a transplant from Chicago. And um, we have a family practice here in Warrington. We started off in Astoria. We was here for a year and for the last three years we've, we've been over in Warrington and um, the people of Warrington has welcomed us uh, just like family. Yes, and actually, I want to know a little bit more about that background of yours because it's really interesting. You were formerly the president and founder of the Chicago Academy of Pain Management and Rehabilitation. Yes. You were a staff chiropractor at Chicago's South Shore Hospital, which specializes in pre- and post-surgical pain management in chiropractic, physical therapy, et cetera, many, many things. Um, And you received your undergraduate degree from Concordia University in Chicago, your doctorate, uh, in Georgia, you have only, well, 17 years of experience now. And yes. what brought you to chiropractic? Because that wasn't the path you were on. No. Um, actually, um, law was the thing that I was thinking about first. And um, I went through the whole process to get into law school. Um, but I was injured on active duty when I was in the Army. And um, that was my introduction to the field of chiropractic. Um, I was on at Fort Hood, Texas, which is a the largest army base in the free world, 339 square miles. And um, there was only one chiropractor at the time, um, back then. Now there are many chiropractors, even on active duty. But back then, just one. So I was intrigued, and um, he helped get me out of pain. And I wanted to emulate him, but it wasn't a straight line. You know, it took some time to... to uh, to have it to come back into my life again, and, uh, and I took a look at it again and again, and uh, it got through. Well, the uh, well being in the army, um, that's why you're part of the Veterans of Foreign Wars. Yes, I um, was recently elected the post surgeon at Post Ten Five Eighty there in Warrington uh, at the VFW, and that's basically um, the chairman of the healthcare. Uh, committee. And I wanted to take this opportunity and this post to really take it to a level where we are um, um, giving community services, which is part of the mission of the VFW as well, is to uh, to create uh, programs that would uh, be community-based, especially for our children. Okay, so that's interesting because I don't know much about the Veterans of Foreign Wars. So these posts are all over the United States. Yes. And how does and so this is a an organization which is 
which was formed to offer support to veterans of foreign wars, I would think. What, so what was the actual first mission? So just a bit of history um, of the VFW, um, founded in 1899 and responsible for things like the Veterans Hospital or um, pensions, uh, um, uh, disability pay. None of these things existed before the VFW. You go to war, you get injured, you kind of on your own when you come home. So this was very necessary. But since then, since the inception, um, the VFW has been very active, not just with veterans, but in our community as well, because um, we believe that dealing with children is a part of the mission because these are the veterans of tomorrow. Mm. And um, so this health fair is the first annual health fair that we're having, but this is not new that the VFW are, are doing um, events and things like this for children. For example, some of the things that we do every year is the National Home for Children that the VFW run, and this is in Michigan. And um, basically, this is designed to keep families together while they're a veteran or their active duty person needs extensive medical care or rehabilitation. Um, they also have the, uh, uh, the Veterans or History Project, which will bring a vet to your class. And imagine being told the story of Vietnam by someone who was actually there. It could bring history to life and make it more interesting, I think. The VFW yes. does that. And there are yes. posts all over the United States yes. you can go into schools. That's excellent. Also, um, we do a um, program called Voices of Democracy, which is a either audio or written essay program that uh, for students ninth through twelfth grade. And um, uh, last year, uh, I believe last year, the number was two point three million that they've provided in scholarships up until this point. And the program has only been around since nineteen ninety nine. So there's a lot of things that the VFW do in the neighborhood that um, we believe um, is. Uh, conducive to creating good patriotic citizens uh, of our youth. Well, I want to kind of go back to your history a little bit before we talk about the health fair, um, which you decided that you really felt was a necessary thing. You were looking at gaps in in the system here. Um, But so in your practice, today we realize that people are on their cell phones and they are bending their necks. And I think I heard something that we're developing some sort of bone spurs or something on the back of our necks because of this. So what are you seeing in your practice? What what are the things that people are wrestling with and struggling with in today's world? Well, we see um, it's not just cell phones. It's technology, I believe. Um, yeah, cell phone neck. We, we actually call it cell phone neck because it's such a problem in our community. And yes, we have people who suffer from that all the time. And it's no different than any other overuse or repetitive use syndrome. But um, it's one that can probably be prevented with uh, maybe a headset or something like that. So we do talk to our patients about exploring other ways to, to stay on their phone if they want without... Um, the repetitive stress to the neck and other parts of the body. You know, maybe there are some listeners who aren't really familiar with chiropractic. I mean, I've been fortunate. I was fortunate that I discovered osteopaths and chiropractors, you know, in my 20s and had great help throughout my life. Um, but there are some people who have never been to a chiropractor. So what is a chiropractor? Well, a chiropractor is a 
doctor who do not prescribe prescription drugs, first of all. So it's not a prescription drug profession. That would be the medical profession. Um, what we do is, I like to say everything else, uh, but what we use is the chiropractic adjustment um, to remove interference from the nervous system. So a lot of people think we're bone doctors or spine doctors, but the fact of the matter is we're nervous system doctors. So uh, you have nerves. Uh, the brain and the spinal cord is the central nervous system. All the nerves that come off of that is called the peripheral, peripheral nervous system. So the nerves that come off the neck go to the head, the face, as well as the arms, hands, and fingers. The nerves in the chest go to the heart, the lungs. And the nerves in the lower back go to the stomach, the sex organs, bladder, as well as down the legs and to the feet and toes. So any pressure on those nerves that's going to these organs, it's, this is the way the body communicates with the, itself through this nervous system. And if you put pressure on any of these nerves, and when I say pressure, I mean the weight of a dime could reduce neurotransmission by more than 50%. It's, it's that sensitive. So you can imagine when things move out of place with all the things that we do to ourselves as humans, and it puts pressure on that nerve, that nerve won't work right, and whatever it goes to may not work right either, and we call those symptoms. It could be numbness, tingling, pain, or some other dysfunction. So my job as a chiropractor is to, uh, we call that a subluxation or a pinched nerve. My job is to get that pressure off the nerve and restore function, and my patients usually love me after that. I bet they do, being out of pain. Oh, my gosh, we're living in a society that's full of pain on so many levels, unfortunately. Um, and, and you, of course, there's trauma. There's other there accidents. And then a lot of times people think about that because um, the body has experienced trauma. So it's not only proactive health care, but it's also, um, you know, medical care after you've had a trauma. Active treatment, absolutely. It is. Yeah. And uh, so... In your practice, do you see parents bringing children, and are you treating many children today? Yes, yes. I've always treated children. I've treated children as young as a few days old because of the birth delivery process sometimes. For example, they use these things called forceps that could um, uh, cause uh, problems with the brachial plexus, which is torticollis, which is an ascending of the scapula. Um, herbs palsy, which is uh, we call waiter's tip because the arm is twisted behind because of the child's position or something that has to do with the delivery process. Um, they also have this suction cup that they put on the baby's head and pulls them out and stretch the neck. So um, Boston University, and this was some years ago, 20 plus years ago, Boston University did a study on SID babies, babies who had suffered from sudden infant death syndrome. And we found that over 70% of them had some sort of cervical trauma at, the, um, at birth. So we do believe that there's a correlation between the two. Interesting. I didn't know that. Well, you're very interested in the science of things. I know that. That's something yes. that really is, is important for you. So children are important to you, and you, and, and in the spring, many months ago, you started thinking about creating this free health fair for children. How did that all come about? Then? So once again, one of the mandates of the VFW is um, to create these programs for children in our community. So um, being elected surgeon, um, this was me um, being creative and trying to um, 
bring something to the community that I thought they really need. So in Chicago, we see these things all the time, um, mm. well, these types of health fairs in major cities, uh, because I always say a major city is just a bunch of small cities put together, you know, and, and that's essentially what it is. So I wanted to use that same approach here um, to bring this type of health care to children, and um, especially things that can affect their ability to learn. And um, that's why we decided to choose the particular screenings that we're doing. Actually, we could have chose anything, any type of screening I think children can benefit from. But for example, the eyes, we chose the eyes because um, there are students who are probably being diagnosed with ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, when the fact of the matter is they have an eye problem because undetected and undiagnosed vision problems can produce or elicit the same symptoms as ADHD. Oh, that's fascinating. I did not know that. Um, if you have just tuned in, you're listening to Talk of Our Towns. I'm your host, Donna Quinn. Today, I'm speaking with Dr. Robert James. He's a licensed chiropractor in Oregon. He um, is in Warrenton. Uh, he has the James... Um, uh, chiropractic Spine and Joint Center there. He is also with the Veterans of Foreign Wars uh, post 10-580 in Warrington. And so he, is, he has organized a free health fair for, for our children, for our youth, from ages from 3 to 19. It's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the James Chiropractic Spine and Joint Center uh, this Saturday, August 24th in Warrington. And what are what's going to happen at the health fair? So at the health fair, you're going to come in and you will have the opportunity to have any of the screenings. They will be free and first come, first serve. And while you're waiting, we're going to have a barbecue and we're going to serve some delicious barbecue and you can have that while you wait. And you said that you were lucky to find partners to do this. So let's talk about your partnerships. Uh, okay. First, and, um, I would like to uh, really thank the um, Lions Club, Oregon Lions, as well as the Astoria Lions separately because they came out in addition to the Lions to really help us with volunteers, um, helping with the, uh, getting the food prepared and things like that. And immediately, once they found out about it, they jumped right into um, um into motion. And so they have arranged for the physicians to do the the hearing tests yes. and the eye exams. Visions, yes. And the vision tests. Yes. And um, I will be performing the sports physicals. And there's a students at Warrington High School who already know me and have been through my office for that very reason. So we're going to continue to do more of those. And we're doing them for free on um, Saturday. And Let's talk about um, sports physicals. What are the concerns that parents should have? Because I, I'm assuming that you chose to do this as a free gift to the community because you felt like this maybe wasn't happening for children, that they were just that parents weren't thinking that they maybe needed some of these. I mean, some parents, of course, would take their children to, to dentists and to have hearing tests and eye vision tests and, and sports physicals. But other parents may not either have the financial resources or they may not think that it, that their, their child seems okay. They don't know if there's something wrong, maybe until later. So um, what is a sports physical? What's important well, about that? First of all, uh, I would like to address what I, I believe is important. Far too often we see an, uh, 
a child athlete um, injured with an injury that's going to affect this young person for the rest of their lives. And it could have been prevented if some things were known before the, 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 the child played the sport in the first place. For example, uh, some things uh, could actually um, be fatal. For example, heart disease. There are things that we just need to know about that. One in particular that um, I would like to talk about is a, a disorder called Marfan syndrome. And it's, it's hereditary. You're born with it. And um, this is a problem with taller children is one of the signs. Uh, Marfan syndrome usually appear in uh, teenagers, uh, girls 5'10 or above, and boys 6'2 or above. And it's a problem with the aorta, which is the main artery that comes off the heart and sends blood to the rest of the body. And um, there's a problem with that being weak where the pressure is the greatest. And it could rupture and be a very serious uh, medical emergency. During uh, the stress of a sport, playing During sport. During the stress now, of a did, sport, Did yes. schools used to provide screenings like that? Or? Yes, yes, they do. But keep in mind, we're talking about a group of people who should be the healthiest uh, generation. So I think a lot of these things, or the healthiest uh, age. So I think a lot of these things are overlooked. But... Um, I think it's real important. If it's just one child who suffers from something like this, I think that's one too many. Yeah, absolutely. So you have an EKG machine there. Yes, we do. And um, and and of course, you're right. We you know when when kids go out to play a sport, we don't know if there's some. You read all the time about somebody who's playing football and then bam, they died. Yes. Uh, so okay, so you're you want to educate parents and children. Yes. And that's one of the reasons why you're doing this. Yes. Um, because it is true that if our children are not healthy, and of course, we do have problems now with them maybe not being as active as they should or could. Exactly. So how are you, how can we address that in our culture? Well, um, we've made some, uh, we've given up some things and we've gained some things. Um, technology uh, has taken our kids far beyond where I can remember we were in maybe elementary school or high school in terms of access to information and things like that. But um, no, they don't get out enough. I remember going out and playing, and I don't see kids doing a lot of that anymore. And There's indeed a consequence. Um, there was one study that suggests that perhaps this is the first generation that the parents will outlive their children. And I think that that's directly related to that um, lack of activity because the body is set up in such a way that if you don't use it, you lose it. Well, yeah, one of the things that you find yourself telling your patients mostly over and over again about how to take care of their bodies, because you said before that that patients, that, that humans need to take responsibility for their own health. They can't just say it's somebody else's responsibility. How, how does that work for you in but, your practice? Well, the thing that I recommend, and um, we actually have a chart for this in our office, is these milestone examinations. So at certain ages, there are certain exams that you should have. A 40-year-old man should have his prostate examined, you know, both a, a PSA and a digital rectum exam. Um, and there are certain diseases that are unique to certain ages. And um, so taking a proactive preventative uh, position, I think, uh, prevents 
uh, chronic problems from even becoming chronic or reoccurring. Right. Well, I imagine you work a lot on posture, posture issues, right? Because if you're thinking about the spine and the nervous system and all of that, um, we're kind of crippling ourselves. I mean, I know if kids are hunched over their computers, their phones, they're playing video games. I mean, and I think I read somewhere that on the eyes, which, you know, there's this free vision screening as part of the health fair, that, that reading is much better for our eyes than watching a video or something on a phone because our eyes move when we're reading, but they don't. And so it's actually not good for our brain to, and our and for our eyes to just have them in a fixed position. Is that? That's, that's true. As a matter of fact, there's a few different things that um, researchers have come up with that the eyes should be able to do to be conducive to a student learning. And um, one of those things were visual acuity. The ability to see it clearly at different distances and um, also focusing being able to focus on something at a distance um, tracking um, being able to keep your eye on a target and all of these things are very necessary for not just reading but uh, playing sports is another way that kids learn you know extracurricular activity and all of those things require you know hand-eye coordination and some of the other things we talk about. And one of the things I've also um, learned is that if you are doing close-up work with your eyes, you're reading or you're on the computer, take a break and look into the distance because that's really important for your eyes to be able to make those adjustments, to be able to don't, if you're doing, and we're doing so much close-up work now that we need to look off into the distance and have that big picture. The other thing that, um, and I think it's great, you're going to have a barbecue, which is going to be outside, clearly (laughs) not inside the (laughs) clinic. So, so inside the clinic is going to be where you're having the the vision, the hearing and the, and the sports Mm -hmm. uh, physicals going on. But um, outside, Outside. That's another component of wellness and health is being outside. And it's kind of ironic when you see like Scientific American or what a, a publication saying, oh, research now shows that being in the natural world is healthy for humans, is, is actually um, supports the immune system and, and boosts the immune system and being around trees. And it's like, hello, the indigenous peoples have known this for how long? Centuries. So I'm sure that's part of what you also do in your practice when you're you're trying to help these young people uh, with this health fair, learn about you know their hearing situation, their eyes, you know their their bodies for sports, but also being out in the natural world. Yes, and generally speaking, we talk about with most of our patients five factors of health, and uh, one of those is um, uh, rest, eight hours of sleep. A good, growing, healthy child should get eight hours of sleep. One half of all the things that they eat should be raw. Now, I'm not talking about raw eggs or raw meat or anything. I mean fruits and vegetables. Um, And relaxation, which is different than rest. Rest is when you actually sleep. Relaxation is recreation. You're away from the things that stress you. Um, And a nervous system free of interference. This is where you see your chiropractor. And um, water, and you should be drinking one half of your weight um, in ounces uh, of water every day. You know, it's so interesting because water now, and I'm just wondering if that's because we're so stressed in today's world because – you know, in my childhood, and, and you know, and and if you ask our, you know, parents, grandparents, people weren't toting water bottles around. Who knows how much water they drank? So I almost feel like it's because um, 
our society is so different that that water is somehow there's a there's a healing aspect to it, a flushing aspect to it, because of all the toxins and the way we're living today is very different from the way that our ancestors lived. Well, I think it's even bigger than that. So one study suggests that in every disease process, there are two things that occur. One is dehydration, and the other thing is stress. And if we can control those two things, we could probably live longer, healthier lives. Wow. Okay. So we just have a few minutes left. What other things would you like the listening audience to know or do? I see that you have some notes here maybe we haven't gotten to. So let's talk about the things you want to talk about right now. Well, first of all, um, the screenings that we're offering, um, they are valuable. They would be pretty expensive in in some other arenas. So I definitely want everyone and as far as this broadcast is going, if you can hear my voice now, please come and take advantage of these things because um, we're already thinking about next year. So the children who are eligible for this, um, for these free screenings for hearing, vision, and um, sports physicals are ages 3 to 19, anywhere you can hear this broadcast. So it's not just Classic County residents. If you're living in Washington, wherever Bring your children to uh, the James Chiropractic um, uh, Spine and Pain Management Clinic and Joint Center, actually, um, on, you know, this Saturday um, uh, from 10 to 2, because this is a free opportunity to do that. And and you've said that the, the, there's a lot of excitement with the volunteers, with the Lions, and people want to do it again. But, of course having people come and take advantage of this opportunity is going to be the key factor. Yes, that's going to be the yardstick for which we use to evaluate how well the program went, is okay. how many people we were able to help. Absolutely. And what other things would you like people to know about? Um, I would also like people to take responsibility for their own health and don't wait on a doctor to tell you what's wrong. Um, try to do things to prevent problems, which is the best medicine, is prevention, an ounce of prevention, and um, and prevent things from becoming chronic problems. Uh, you know, I wonder, we're kind of swimming in a sea of information, um, which we're sometimes overwhelmed by. So I, and I've talked to people who've said, well, you know, I was doing this, but then the research came out and said, no, that's not good. And then, and then, I did this, and then, oh, wait, and then another study said, no, that's not. So I think sometimes people are confused. So what are some of the basics that you think people just need to know? Well, medicine, healthcare, it should make sense to you. If you don't understand it, keep going at it until you do before you subject your body to it. Make sure you understand it. It should be simplified, just like we were talking about chiropractic. It's a nervous system free of interference. You know, the body is a self-healing organism. It don't need any help, just no interference. If that doesn't make sense to you, then perhaps you shouldn't get that particular type of care. It shouldn't be complicated. Mm, Because you're right. There is a tendency to turn our bodies over to... (laughs) You know, doctors win. And so it's really about kind of learning about our own bodies ourselves exactly. first, like what feels right, you know, intuitive does. It's, it's a very complex thing. I mean, illness and healing are mysterious. I mean, we can do all these double blind studies, but truly we're, we're still we're learning all the time. Yes. Yes. And a big part of what I do is listening to the patient. When a patient first comes in, we take a comprehensive history. And this is when the patient tell me in their own words what's going on. 
And this is where all the tests I'm going to run or anything that I'm going to do after that, it starts there. So without your information, without you knowing your body, I really couldn't do my job. Yeah, that's right. And I know that um, sometimes you can, it's just the simple question of like, well, what do you think you need to get better? Mm -hmm. Because, and maybe that's in the subconscious. I mean, we don't know, but we can ask those kind of questions, which are really important. Um, So last words here, because we, this is just say one more thing about what's happening on Saturday in Warrington. Come out, join us, um, James Chiropractic Center for the VFW first annual uh, back to school health fair. Um, everything is free. Come out, see your community, uh, friends, and family, and neighbors, and uh, please support this effort. And enjoy the barbecue. So it's um, again the Veterans of Foreign Wars Post Ten Five Eighty Health Fair is happening in Warrenton this Saturday, August twenty fourth, from ten a.m. to two p.m. at the James Chiropractic Spine and Joint Center, which is at one twenty nine South Main Avenue. Free health screenings for school and college age students. That's anybody from three to nineteen years old. Um, wherever you can hear this radio program, um, all throughout the Lower Columbia Pacific region. Um, what a wonderful opportunity. What a great idea. Thank you so much for doing this for our young people. Thank you for inviting me. Really, and for realizing that this was something that needed to happen. And, and to the Veterans of Foreign Wars and the Lions Club and the Astoria Lions, um, kudos to all of you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Um, all right. I want to thank Dylan Halsershock, who has been, again, a fabulous engineer today. And my gratitude to local talented banjo instructor Michael Bruin for his original theme music for this show. Oh, we forgot to do a shout-out to Donald Patterson, who's providing food. Yes, Donald Patterson, the owner of the uh, Mini Mart there on the corner across from the post office in Warrington. Um, He's a a, a real patriot. He helps out whenever there's a a situation like this where his community needs him. So I just wanted to give a special thanks to him. Yes, he's providing the food for this event for because we we got to take care of our young people. That's for darn sure. Um, and I think I already said thanks to Michael Brun for his original theme music for this program and to Dylan. And now, until next week, find a moment for yourself today. In fact, let's do it right now. Together, let's all take a deep breath. It is so good for body, mind, and spirit. We don't realize that often we are breathing far too shallowly, and we're holding our breath, in fact. And so that deep breath is so nourishing to body, mind, and spirit. And then with gratitude, focus on the things that are going well in your life. There will always be challenging things, things that aren't going well. Try to find those points of light, the places where things are going well. And then with gratitude, give yourself a loving and compassionate hug or a pat on the back for being Uniquely you. You are the only one. And for doing the best you can, because everyone really is until they know better we are. And for being here now, in this moment, on the amazing planet we call Earth.